Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Holy Shift Podcast, Episode 2, where we're going to give you the tools that you need to crush it in your business. I'm Corey Michael, and I'm here with my co-host, Devin, and together we're going to take your business to the next level. At Holy Shift, we're all about elevating your creative marketing game. That means we're going to teach you how to build killer brand and develop sick content strategies and how to use the latest marketing techniques to get your business noticed. But it's not all about the tactics. We're also going to be talking a whole lot about mindset so that you know exactly what, how you need to think in order to succeed. Being a business owner is tough, but we've been there and we know how to help you stay motivated, focused, and ready to crush it every day. So buckle up and strap in and get ready for some serious holy shift action. We're going to drop some serious knowledge bombs, have a little bit of fun, and help you to become the badass business owner that you were always meant to be. So what are we talking about today, Corey? Today, we are talking about how to navigate the seemingly endless social media platforms while still running your business in 2023 and beyond. That is awesome. I know personally, and most of my clients too, feel like there's this this constant battle of if I were to do everything I'm supposed to be doing on social media, I would not have time to run my business. And so most business owners decide, you know what, I'm going to do the bare essentials or I'm not even going to look at it. I'm going to hire my nephew who's in high school and I'm never going to think about it again. And that doesn't seem to be the right choice either. So... (laughs) Yeah, there's, uh, you know, I think one of the hardest things about social media is everybody has an opinion on how it should be done. And, you know, all the gurus out there and, and all the different social media, uh, content, um, platform types of businesses. And so really what we're going to be sharing today are things that have worked for me and my business, uh, and for you. Um, I think that it is a mistake to say you have to do this particular thing or, you know, or you're going to fail, um, because different strokes for different folks, (laughs) like different, different things work for different people, different kinds of businesses, different kinds of industries. And so just want to talk a little bit about today about some things that, um, uh, are practical, and a little philosophical, uh, and really just trying to be helpful more than anything. And so, um, I'd say really to kind of start off with how to use social media in your favor for your business is really to have a goal in mind. Like what, what is it? What is your purpose of being on social media? I will say something that not, you won't hear from a lot of marketing agencies, and that is, you don't have to be on every platform. <laughs> In fact, for some businesses, being on social media might not be the best thing for you, depending mm-hmm. on the particular kind of industry you're in. You're in. We're not going to talk about those, though. We're going to talk about uh, all of you <laughs> listening, which are in the right industry for social media. But I just want to let you off the hook a little bit that, um, like, like, let go of the idea that if you're not on every single platform every single day, multiple times per day that you're going to fail as a business. Well, and and I can attest to that too. On a very personal level, um, I know that there's other social media platforms I should be using that I'm not using right now. I know that. That being said, I'm on one social media platform. I'm on Facebook, which is like the oldest social media platform uh, that's still around. And people think that it's dead and there's nobody there. And at time of recording, we're halfway through March. 
almost exactly 50% of my company's revenue has came from my social media presence. So I'm not doing what I should be doing. I'm only on one platform, Um, but I can, you can see results anyway. So I can attest to that. Uh, Maybe you don't need to be on every platform, but maybe you just got to figure out what platform you got to be on. Exactly. And, and that takes me back to, you know, what's your goal? Like, is it to, uh, is it to network, which can lead to other, uh, opportunities with, you know, power partners or with, uh, potential clients, or is your, uh, goal just to have brand awareness. So people are just, you're just top of mind for people. And and if you're doing brand awareness, like then that brings a whole set of strategies in and of itself, or is your goal to just be interacting with people, showing people your products and your services, uh, in an interactive way is your purpose to just generate as much user generated content as possible, getting people to post things on your behalf that you can use in other marketing, uh, avenues, like really think through why the heck do I need to be on social media? Because that's going to inform everything else that you do. Um, including, uh, you know, the question, the age old question, uh, that I get very often, and I'm sure you do too, Devin is what platform should I be on? Yeah. And my, what, what would you answer to that? I'm going to say it depends. Um, and I mean, that's the best answer always, right? Yeah. Um, marketers <laughs> like saying it depends because it gets yeah. us off the hook. Uh, right. No, but. Um, no accountability. Yeah. There's a level of uh, diagnostic that can go into it. And from that, we can determine what makes the most sense. So um, one of the reasons that I'm sticking personally to Facebook is that the only other platform that makes a lot of sense for my market is LinkedIn. However, on LinkedIn, the people who I would find there are more likely to be more established than my target market. And mm-hmm. so I know that LinkedIn can be incredibly valuable to me, but I also know that Facebook is going to be more valuable to me. And Instagram can also be as valuable to me as Facebook. Uh, but it really is, where is my audience is a yep. huge part of the question. And it might be the case that you work in an industry where every single person who is your target market is actually still on Vine. So that's where you should be. Um, and <laughs> I mean, besides the fact that Vine is, you know, long gone, maybe Vine 2 or whatever it came out. I mean, tech, TikTok is kind of the uh, spiritual successor of Vine in a number in of so ways. In so many ways, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you're, you're right. The way that I answered that, that people is imagine you're a fisherman. And somebody has told you where the fish, the perfect fishing spot is, but you don't want to go to that fishing spot because, uh, you know, maybe you have to get a certain size boat or maybe you need the waders or maybe you need to get different equipment or whatever. Okay. So if you know, that's where your, your target fish is, that's where the, the bass or the trout or whatever is like, you will do what you need to do and go where you need to go to make sure you are catching the fish that you're wanting to catch. So If your primary kind of target audience is on Facebook, you should be on Facebook. If you are really targeting a lot of like the Gen Z and uh, millennial crowd, like TikTok and Instagram would be a better fit for you. The business, the business uh, type of uh, interactions like LinkedIn, you know, that's that's the place to be or alignable. Uh, And so you really got to know. Um, where your audience is living um, in order to be able to to reach those people. And so, um, you know, so even for me, like uh, actually a 
uh, a lot of my business has come through Facebook, um, but not as a result of my posts. A lot of my Facebook uh, business, Facebook generated business has actually been referrals, people tagging me and my business page in groups, you know, where people are asking for logos or websites or whatever it may be. And so that's been a huge generator for me. However, a lot of those are like one-off kind of clients mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit, uh, you know, less established where um, as of the last like year year or so, my um, focus has shifted to serving more of the established businesses as a creative agency, being serving under their marketing director, uh, making their vision happen. And so I'm in the midst of a pivot right now onto LinkedIn being a primary uh, source of um you know, posting content. And so knowing, so knowing what your goal is, knowing what your uh, target audience is, is incredibly important. And, um, and then how you measure success. So, you know, right before this call, Devin and I were talking about this and Devin said that the way he kind of measures his level of success is uh, money, which is obviously a huge one, but that's not necessarily the case for everybody. Um, For some people, I mean, money's always going to be. Just to clarify, my success of my social media strategy. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Whatever. You my know success what I mean. in life is not money. I just want to play. <laughs> sure. Yes. Good. Great clarification. I'm, we are talking about social media strategy specifically here, so hopefully everybody would, listening would know that. Uh, but yeah, that the from for me and my business, um, it's uh, just brand awareness. I just want people to know we're we're here. Um, I'm not doing any kind of active like trainings right now or anything like what Devin is doing, and so my mine is just a little bit different and that's okay. And so really knowing like how you measure your level of success, like, is it going to be interactivity um, of people? Is it going to be comments and likes? Is it going to be page followers, which is a terrible vanity metric, by the way, which we might talk about in a, another episode. Um, Ooh, that but could be a whole episode is vanity metrics. That, that yeah. could be. You know what? That There's an idea for us for another episode. <laughs> um, you know, like really think through um, what your measurables are, but specifically related to what your business goals are. Mm-hmm. So make sure it's because here's the thing, every single thing that you do when it comes to marketing needs to be trackable and measurable. Um, and so make sure that whatever platform you choose, whatever your audience is, et cetera, that you have some way of tracking it. Um, right now, you know, we're talking about uh, success in 2023, like, like more than ever tracking your, me- your and measuring your level of success is important. So if you have those uh, kind of in mind, like, okay, so what's next? Well, you got to determine what kinds of content you're going to create. Is it going to be for, again, specifically get generating activity with your followers? Or is it going to just be brand awareness? Or is it going to be humorous? Or is it going to be inspirational? Is it going to be educational? Right? There's a lot of uh, different uh, kinds of content you can make there. So much of that, too, actually relates to our first episode that we did on Holy Shift, which yep. was talking all about what is your brand identity. Right. And if you are posting stuff on social media that doesn't align what you want your brand identity to be, that's a long-term plan for failure. Uh, so just yeah. like you want to make sure that you're actually aligned with your values and your mission and why you say you exist with everything that you do. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, so when you kind of take that into consideration, that will inform the kinds of content that you create. And again, going back to your personality and your voice, like you don't want to post things that go against what your personality and voice are. You want it to align. Um, and so once you determine those kind of um, categories of posts, then also determine how, like what 
kinds of uh, content are you creating? Are you going to be doing live videos? Are you going to be doing recorded videos? Are you going to be doing photos and carousels and uh, or polls or downloadables, whatever it may be, checklists, right? There's a whole kind of variety of different kinds of uh, content that you could post that again needs to line up with your uh, with your identity, um, and so you so it's really easy at this point to think, holy crap, Something I have so much to post. What do I do? And that brings us to kind of the next phase of this, which is something that Devin is particularly um, passionate about, which is content batching. You want to describe that a little bit? Yeah. So. I, I think that there's kind of two ways you can think about content batching, and I think both fit under the definition. So when I say content batching, I mean both. Um, the the one way that I think is probably most commonly what people would call content batching is just the idea of it. That's that's with the example of social media. Um, it's the idea of making every social media post for a week or a month all at once. So that you have it all ready to go. And so maybe you take four hours on a Monday afternoon and you make all of your content for maybe you can do an entire week or an entire month in four hours. And then you're just ready to go and you're primed. And that is part of content batching. For me, I also want to look at all of the platforms that your company has decided they want to be on. And how can I use the content that I'm batching on all platforms? So how do I modify it for each platform so that when we're going throughout the week, I don't have to come up with anything new. Now, social media is really cool because if anything, if inspiration strikes, then you go ahead and you post that and it's not going to affect your content strategy whatsoever. More is never bad on social media. So, uh, but the, it's also bigger than just a content strategy for social media. I content batch for my blogs and I content batch for my YouTube channels. I content batch for my podcasts. That's what Corey and I are doing today. Yep. Uh, so I'm uh, very passionate about getting everything done content wise at once so that you don't have to think about it or stress about it or forget to do it and right. your business suffer up on the behalf of that because it's easy to go oh dang it i'm supposed to post today but then if you already have it in the hopper then you know then that makes it that much easier um and the other thing you just sparked too that i meant to uh, mention earlier is um you know the other thing that people ask a lot is how much should i be posting mm -hmm. um and it again it depends <laughs> um i would say that if you're gary v and you have a team of 40 people that all you're you're paying them for is just posting dozens of content per day per platform Awesome. Do it. More content will always be better. There will never be a bad reason to do more content. However, if you are just getting started, even as an established business and you have used social media a little bit, perhaps, or you just haven't seen many, many um, or much success from it. Uh, literally start with one per week <laughs> uh, and work your way up. I would advocate for two to three times per week as a good rhythm of, of getting content out there for, you know, uh, for setting expectations for your followers to be able to see content from you for letting the algorithm know that you are active and you are posting so that it can show up for people. Um, but again, don't, don't think of this as, um, if you're, if you're not posting just a ton of content, you're going to, you're going to fail. Um, because that here's what I'll say. <clears throat> social media has the name social in it for a reason. If you place a burden on yourself that if you don't do something with social media in a very particular way, you're going to fail. That is a mindset issue of you have to do something, which is like you're being told to do something 
and your success or failure rate is dependent on that. That is like a psychological breaking factor for a lot of people that they get so overwhelmed, they just don't do anything at all. So if you can say, okay, my goal of social media really is to be social and to talk to my customers and to talk to my followers and my clients and inform them about things and inspire them and educate them on my product or my service, like you're being social as a business, that is how you are going to uh, find success because it also doesn't matter the number of followers you have. It is better to have 500 actively engaged followers than 10,000 people that don't know who you are really, what you do, what you can offer them. Um, that is what that's uh, what we call a vanity metric anyways because mm-hmm. uh, it's about the content you're producing being high quality and the engagement being uh, high level as well. So I'm going to say just something to that really quick. Um, yeah. This is just an example, just to iterate your point. Um, I Inside my programs, one of the things that I teach people how to do is uh, how to leverage Facebook specifically for client acquisition. And one of the parts of that strategy is finding the Facebook groups that have your ideal customers in them, but it's not just finding the Facebook group. Because one of the cool things when you look at a Facebook group is it'll show you how many members are in it and how many posts there are, how how regularly it posts. And what I explicitly talk about is do not join dead groups. Hmm. And so if a post has a hundred or if a group has a hundred thousand members in it and it gets three posts a week, that's a dead group. Right. Um, so that's not worth your time to even be in as someone who's prospecting inside Facebook groups. Um, and in a very similar way, to your point, you if you have 30,000 followers on your business page and when you make a post, you get exactly zero reactions, that's a dead page. And that's yeah. just as bad for your brand as not having any followers would have been. Right, right. So- yeah, and I think what you just said too, uh, an important distinction there is there's the there's the content you post to your own profiles um, and your own feeds and stuff, but then there's also different groups um, and other feeds that you can post into for promotional purposes, marketing purposes as well. Um, that could actually be a whole other uh, uh, podcast episode as well. Look at us just coming up with ideas uh, <laughs> about leading so with value. Down. Yeah, <laughs> about leading with value before you even make an ask um, uh, yeah. because there's uh, value in that. But anyways, to kind of um, wrap up here, what we're talking about today, the last thing is to help you make this even easier is um, there are softwares and tools out there that can help you um, not only batch create all your content, but lets you create them inside a program and schedule them out to post automatically for you. So you can schedule one per day for the next month and they will automatically posts for you. And so you literally don't have to think about it. And so there's some out there like Cloud Campaign and Crowdfire, uh, Hootsuite. And, um, uh, you know, there's a, there's a few out there that are kind of up and coming as well that are really- Don't we have one? Don't we we do. One? Yeah. We do. We actually have uh, one called Socializer, uh, which uh, has some AI stuff built into it for helping you analyze how your audience actually interacts with you and gives you your specific posts that have um, or it tells you which specific posts have uh engaged the most people. Um, and it's basically like, you should make more of this kind of content. And so it's really, really powerful. Um, if you're interested in that, definitely reach out to us. We'll um, have we some link somehow in the description. If you're interested in learning about socializer, we'll make Absolutely. sure you can get access to that. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, really, um, the goal was just to help you begin the process of, of revitalizing your social media strategy. If you're listening to this today and hope this has been helpful. 
All right, guys, that is all we have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening into the Holy Shift Podcast. And hey, you know what? If you want, we have a very special free gift for you right now. Just as a thank you for listening to our podcast and hopefully for subscribing because that's really going to help us grow. Um, we want to go ahead and give you a free training on where you can discover exactly how to build your business to heights that you would have never imagined in as little as 40 minutes a week. This is not something that we have posted anywhere publicly. Uh, the only way to get it is through the link in the description that says 40 minutes. And when you go ahead to that link, you're going to discover, you have to put, fill out your email and your name, and then you're going to discover how you can actually radically change your business in as little as 40 minutes a week. So if you wanna get access to that, link's in the description. Other than that, guys, I'm Devin. I'm Corey. Thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to talking to you next week. See y'all.